Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. As if yesterday's show wasn't enough, now post-Horowitz hearing, I think I have figured out for you what the problem is and why the IG can't seem to make the right call on if this FBI spying operation that Trump was properly predicated or not. That was a very long-winded save say, of way of saying, folks, stay tuned. I'm going to blow the lid off this whole thing. <laughs> I'm very proud of myself this week. Self-praise stinks, but I promise you we are all over this. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Producer Joe, how are you today? Man, I'm doing pretty good, but it just gets weirder and weirder and weirder. Yes, and I know you, <laughs> you got know? yesterday's show about the insurance yeah. policy and yeah. the day before about the Carter Page, George Papadopoulos, us meeting. Mm. Folks, if you missed this week's show, you got to watch them all because this is complicated, convoluted, but it explains the most interesting, I believe fascinating tragic political malfeasance case of spying we've seen in American history. Mm. We have put together all the cues for you. I promise you, you're going to listen to these shows in a few years when the real truth comes out be like, man, we nailed it the whole time. All right. No all more right. self-praise. That stinks. I hate that. My aunt used to tell me that all the time. God rest her soul. All right, let's get to it. Today's show brought to you by our friends at Omaha Steaks. Ladies and gentlemen, an Omaha Steaks gift pack. It's the perfect time of year for this. Are you looking for a gift for that important person in your life? I found it for you. Omaha Steaks. This food they're going to send you is absolutely delicious, delectable, and mouth-watering. Right now, Omaha uh, Steaks is sharing an amazing limited-time offer with my listeners. There's still time to place your order for the holidays. Go to omahasteaks.com and enter the code Bongino in the search bar. That's important. Click the search bar, enter Bongino, to get this offer, the favorite gift package. What is it? It's the gift everyone's going to love. How much is it? It's only $69.99. What will you get? You'll get four six-ounce bacon-wrapped filet mignons, the most tender, delicious, delectable steak in the world, four savory premium pork chops, four Omaha steaks, burgers, my wife is hungry right now. She's like, you really have to do this ad now? She's yeah. holding her because she wants one. Four perfectly brown potatoes <laughs> au gratin. Four made from scratch caramel apple tartlets. They are delicious. And Omaha Steaks signature seasoning packet as well. Plus, only... For my listeners, this is nice. A free six-piece cutlery set and cutting board. All this delicious food, plus the free cutlery set they'll enjoy for years to come for only $69.99. Come on, man. You're not going to beat that anywhere. Omaha steaks are the most tender, delicious, flavorful, delectable steaks. You can only get steaks of this quality from Omaha Steaks, America's original butcher. Omaha Steaks is a fifth-generation family-owned company with over 100 years of expertise in delivering perfectly-aged beef hand-cut by master butchers in the heartland of America. Omaha Steaks are guaranteed to be the most tender steaks you've ever had. We love them in this house. Every order is flash-frozen, vacuum-sealed, and safely delivered in a cooler with dry ice, ready to cook again. Order now. Get the favorite gift holiday package, the free six-piece cutlery set and cutting board for only $69.99. Go to omahasteaks.com. Type Bongino in the search bar. That's important. Don't wait. If you want to take advantage of this offer and get your gift there by the holidays, go to omahasteaks.com. Type B-O-N-G-I-N-O in the search bar. Order the gift everyone will love. Order the favorite gift package today. All right, Joseph. Let's go. All right, folks, as I said, I have a critical show for you today. Yesterday, we broke down what the insurance policy was. It was complicated, but I think it made sense by the time we were done. Today, I'm going to break out for you what I think the FBI is hiding, what I think they're hiding from Horowitz, and why I think it led Michael Horowitz, the inspector general, to ridiculously conclude there was no political bias and the predication for this case was perfectly proper. Yeah. Really? Before we get to that, let's get to some video, some opening video from the hearing to kind of get everybody's appetite watered up for the rest of the show. Here is, I have about uh, three or four clips 
from Horowitz's hearing up on Capitol Hill. And here's this Jim here. Uh, we all know Jim Comey is one of the uh, worst directors in the history of the FBI. What happened under his watch, the Spygate scandal, is an abhorrent scandal that will be a stain on this country forever. And the uh, uh, really horrendous leadership of the now broken James Comey. Jim Comey uh, continues to insist ridiculously via his uh, uh, Twitter account and uh, TV appearances elsewhere that somehow he's free of guilt and that, quote, he's been vindicated by this report. Well, Joe, who authored the report? Horowitz. Yeah. So if Horowitz vindicated him, we'd hear about this, yeah, right, in a report? I think so. Well, here's a brief clip of Michael Horowitz being asked very specifically, is Jim Comey or the FBI, have they in any way been vindicated? Because remember, Nicole Wallace from MSNBC, James Comey, and a lot of the other hacks at the networks and cable news who seem to absolutely love spying, political spying in the police state, have already told us everybody's been vindicated. Let's hear it from Horowitz himself. Former FBI Director James Comey said this week that, that your report vindicates him. Is that a fair assessment of your report? Um, I, you know, I think the activities we found here don't vindicate anybody who touched this. Okay. <laughs> Whoa, okay. Yeah, okay, sure. Yeah, so you're vindicated, except for the fact that the uh, inspector general has been very specific and clear that you are not vindicated. <laughs> We're recording very early today, by the way, extremely, but that's okay, because I am always on fire, especially with shows like this. So he's not vindicated. It's a complete lie, totally made up, total, complete fabrication, again, by James Comey, who seems to be divorced from reality and has a tough time with the truth. Maybe he's allergic to it. I just wanted to get you ready yeah. for what I'm about to say ahead. So nobody's been vindicated. This is a stinging indictment of the FBI. But having said that, I believe Michael Horowitz's report was weak. Mason McDaniel, you said the facts are devastating in the report over the last two shows. They are. Yeah. They're horrifying. Did you read the report? I'm not talking to you. I know you, my listeners, at least went through it or saw some of my highlights. I'm talking to the media folks. If you read the report, the facts are devastating. Having said that, Horowitz's conclusions that... There's no evidence of political bias in the documents I have. That's important. And that there may have been proper predication for the case. In other words, the FBI spying on Donald Trump, although they, they, they shouldn't have done it as they did it long term. They started it for the right reasons or were predicated properly. Folks, that's completely bogus. Are you ready for this, Joe? Are you ready? Well, if I don't get this, not. be sure to tell me. Okay. Mm -hmm. Let me show you something, and I must hat tip in the beginning, uh, 279, who's always, always a, one of the best sources in the entire business here. Let's put up this photo from the IG report. I want to show you something. It's rather interesting that we caught here, that we've been working on for a while, but it's now just kind of come back again. So check out this piece from the IG report. Do you notice in this piece that we highlighted something for you, that the IG apparently went and reviewed emails of these officials involved in this two months prior to the opening of Crossfire Hurricane and did not find any communications suggesting any investigative actions relating to the Trump campaign taken prior to July 31st, 2016, with the exception of the pre-existing Page and Manafort cases previously discussed. So just to be clear, let's everybody ground ourselves. What are we talking about here? We're about to break down to you why Horowitz's conclusion that the FBI opened the case for perfectly good reasons when we know it's not true. They had no reasons to open the case. They just want to spy on Trump is bogus. Well, why would Horowitz say that? Because Horowitz doesn't have the information, folks. You just read his own report. So he's only got emails from two months prior to when they open up the case, July 31st. 
So he only has emails, Joe, if we could do math from mm-hmm. May, June, July, May 31st on, correct? Mm-hmm. I'm not crazy, right? That's two yeah. months? Right, you read it, much. did you not? Two it's months. Not a, I'm not tricking Joe. I'm, 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 you know, I'm playing a game with him here so we can all get this at home because liberals have a tough time with things like math. So May 31st is when Horowitz goes and gets emails. So he hasn't seen anything from prior to May 31st. Remember these dates, folks? I'm mm-hmm. not leading you down. Uh, the yellow brick road here to find a wizard that doesn't exist. Oh, there's a wizard. All right. But it's not the wizard you thought. So he has emails from May 31st on. He doesn't have anything prior to that. Let's go back to the page stroke texts. And these texts will start to make sense in a second. These texts are from May 11th. Now look at the texts up here. And it's just not going to, when I explain to you what they're talking about, it's going to blow your mind. On May 11th, uh, Lisa Page and the FBI lawyer, Peter Stroke, the FBI investigator investigating Trump, they're having a text chat rather late at night. Mm. They're saying, hey, uh, have uh, definitely have Andy talk to John George about urgency if he hasn't. I spoke to David, can explain later, tried to communicate the same thing to him. Got it. We're waiting on the next version of affidavit from you. So this first version of an affidavit, what affidavit are you talking about? I am certain there are other things that can be getting prepped. So they're talking late at night on May 11th about an affidavit, some things that are getting prepped. Then they respond to each other back. Deputy director calling state now. So the deputy director of the FBI is calling the state department at late at night on May 11th. What are they talking about? Hmm. What is she doing back there? (laughs) Responds back, oh, want to hear about it. You already talked to, and it's redacted. And they respond back, and crap, I've got to go in 30 or so. I canceled mm, to sit in on this at night on a Wednesday on May 11th. May 11th, Horowitz is investigating and has emails from May 31st. He doesn't have, apparently, emails from May 11th. What could be going on on May 11th that the State Department is talking to the deputy director of the FBI and Peter Stroke and Lisa Page are getting all excited about it? Ooh, this is so good. She even writes, ooh, who puts that in a text? Ooh. So dirty. (laughs) I bet they did too. Now, what happened on May 11th? Oh, that's right. That's the day the cable from the Australians gets sent to the State Department about Downer's meeting with George Papadopoulos. That happened on May 10th. Folks, follow me. This is this is mind-blowing stuff. The greatest spy scandal of our time. Just for imbeciles. So on May 10th, George Papadopoulos of the Trump team meets in London with Alexander Downer, an Australian diplomat in this London pub. Downer at the time, the story goes, Downer hears from Papadopoulos about a Russian effort to offer help to the Trump team to quote us, Papadopoulos saying that. In other words, the, in other words the press story is Papadopoulos said, hey, the Russians want to help us or something to that effect. That happens on May 10th. A cable is sent from the Australian embassy to the State Department, State Department, on May 11th, the following day, 
about this meeting with Papadopoulos and Downer. They're concerned. Sure they are. Horowitz doesn't have emails from May 11th. Apparently, he starts getting to May 31st. Conveniently, after that cable sent, these two, Stroke and Page, the two people involved in this case, are, ooh, something's exciting's happening, and the deputy director's on the phone with the State Department now. What do you think they're talking about? Uh, going out and buying Cheez-Its at the local Kroger's? Maybe getting a pub sub at the local Publix? I'll take the five grain. Boar said turkey and Swiss, please, extra mayo. What is the deputy director of the FBI calling the State Department about at night that these two are so excited about? Clearly, Joe, it's not the downer Australian embassy cable about the downer Papadopoulos conversation that, remember, we were told started this whole FBI investigation. Joe, how do we know it's clearly, clearly (laughs) not that? Because, Joe, the FBI's official story is that they didn't hear about this tip until July 26th. What? Now, that's not possible, right? Folks, is this story starting to flesh out? I get it. Some of you are probably confused. Mm. Paula, you're still confused, I can tell. Because yesterday, her insurance policy show got her a little bit. Then when I explained it to her, it all made sense. Folks, Horowitz's conclusion in his report, his conclusion that the FBI properly initiated this investigation, they didn't, but his conclusion that they did is only based on what he knows. Right. Clearly, he only knows based on emails going back two months to May 31st, not May 11th. Clearly, he's missing a major piece of this. He is taking the FBI's story that they initiated this case July 31st based on the Papadopoulos Downer interaction that they say they heard about on July 26th. And that's why they started the case on July 31st. If that's the case, ladies and gentlemen, what the hell are they talking about on May 11th with the deputy director and the State Department late at night, right after the Alexander Downer Australian embassy cable comes over? Why does this matter, folks? Because the FBI started this case based on information being fed to them through steel. This friendly foreign government tip was just the insurance policy they kept in the bag the entire time. It's pretty clear they knew about this on May 11th. The Australian tip. What do you think they were talking about there? Now, to be fair, because I'm not going to do what the left-wing media did to it. There is a degree of speculation here, but I'm willing to take this leap. Because none of this makes sense. The cable sent to the State Department on May 11th about a May 10th meeting between Papadopoulos and Downer. The FBI magically hears about it July 26th, despite the next day the lead investigator and lawyer texting each other about the deputy director getting ready to call state and they're all excited about some tip and an affidavit. Folks, it doesn't take a genius to figure this out. They were holding that. Yeah. They were holding the tip. So, Dan, why not use the tip right away to start the case? Because they thought the steel stuff was legit. The steel stuff starts collapsing. Why is it collapsing? Please follow me. 
the steel stuff starts collapsing because the steel information is about Carter Page being the intermediary between the Russians and Trump. They email the CIA. Hey, you got something about this guy, Carter Page? We're hearing he's an intermediary between the Russians colluding with Trump to interfere in the election in this major scandal. The CIA responds back, no, Carter Page is a good guy. He's one of us. Right. They don't find that out till August 15th. That's the insurance policy, the August 15th insurance policy text. They're in the office. They get this email back about Carter Page from the CIA. That's clearly, at this point, the insurance policy was the friendly foreign government tip about us. I, 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 I love my show so much, and I'm afraid because if I know if... Joe, do you get it? Yeah, I get it. They had this yeah, tip yeah. from Australia May 11th about the Papadopoulos meeting. Yeah. Hey, the Australian embassy reached out. They met with this guy in a Trump campaign who's talking about Russians giving us a tip. They try to get a FISA on Papadopoulos after the May 11th. It's on May 11th, the meeting. It mm-hmm. fa- I'm, on Papadopoulos, it fails. Their officer general counsel tells them, no, you don't, what does that mean? We're not going to spy on this guy because he was in a bar and said something about Russians having information that they didn't even know. By the way, by the time they heard the tip, it had 10 different versions. The Russians said, me, us, it's a suggestion, it's an offer. Nobody even knew what the hell the deal was. They were sitting on this thing. They're working steel, trying to fabricate a crime with steel. May, June, July, they're getting nothing. Steel is pushing the Department of Justice at the same time, meeting with Bruce Orr on July 3rd, pushing everybody to start this case against Trump because he's being paid by Fusion GPS and the Hillary team to start a case on Trump. It's not working. None of it. The steel information can't be corroborated. We have the Woods file. All the facts Steele said, not corroborated, not corroborated, can't corroborate, can't substantiate. None of it's corroborated. They need an insurance policy to initiate this investigation. Someone comes up with the genius idea and says, hey, that tip you threw out in Andy's office, Andy McCabe's office, in that insurance policy text, maybe it's an insurance policy for us. The insurance policy clearly is Papadopoulos and Downer meeting, and according to the old uh, wives' tale, the FBI's telling, Papadopoulos said the Russians want to help us. The FBI's probably sitting around the office go, well, we tried on Papadopoulos, so we can't say the Russians were trying to help him. But if he said us, that could mean Carter Page, too, because clearly he's on the campaign. And remember, we got that guy Halper spying on them both. So let's email the CIA. <laughs> CIA comes back and says, yeah, he's had contact with Russians, but he's a source for us. They change the email to say he's not a source for us. And they go, bingo, now we got it. He's talking to Russians. Mm-hmm. Clearly, Papadopoulos talking to Russians trying to help us. Meant uh, Carter Page, not just Papadopoulos. Let's get the FISA right. on Carter Page, which they nailed down um, in October. Right. The, Paula, please tell me that makes sense. Yeah. You got that? They had this. Yeah. Horowitz doesn't have it. That's why Bill Barr and John Durham, the attorney general, and his investigator, the United States attorney, John Durham, that's why they're saying to Horowitz, time out, buddy, hold on. You don't have the information to make that call. 
Horowitz is saying the FBI started this case because of this friendly foreign government tip they got on July 26th about the Russians getting involved in the election. There's a low bar for investigations to start. That tip from a foreign government met a low bar. And okay, it may have continued for the wrong reasons, but it started for the right reasons. You get it? That's Horowitz's version of events. Yeah. Bar, I am 99.996% sure is going to come out later and say, ladies and gentlemen, the case didn't start July 31st. The case started much earlier. They're telling you it started July 31st because they were relying on a tip they had on May 11th and they were only relying on that tip on May 11th because the information from Steele wasn't panning out. That's not a reason to start spying on someone. Yeah. That's you a get good way it? to explain it. Yeah, that's a good way to do it. Thank yeah. you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. This is, these are the three most important shows we've done in months. Yeah. Because it's all coming together. There's probably a third book in this. I hate to say it. Paul's like, no, no. There may be a third book here. All right, I got more on Horowitz. I got to get this. Today's show also brought to you by our buddies at iTarget. Ladies and gentlemen, iTarget, the iTarget Pro system is the finest system out there for improving your marksmanship. Are you a firearm owner? I am. I know most of you are. You should be for self-defense. You should learn to properly and safely carry a firearm. Two things matter if you're going to own a firearm. Number one, safety, obviously. It goes without saying. Secondly, proficiency. It doesn't do you any good to be a firearm owner if you're not going to be proficient with your firearm. We had a saying in the Secret Service, you're accountable for every single round. You can't make mistakes with the president standing right to your right. They used to drill that into our heads. Well, you're accountable for every round too, ladies and gentlemen. If you have to use a firearm in a self-defense situation, you damn well better hit whatever is attacking you to stop that attack from happening. The best way to do that is to go to the range, but not all of you can get to the range all the time. So if you can't get to the range, I have the best way to dramatically increase your proficiency with a firearm. It is the iTarget Pro system. Go to I, that's the letter I, iTargetPro.com. Use promo code Dan and save 10%. Save 10% on what? What are you going to get? You're going to get the finest firearm trainer on the market. They will send you a laser round that will fit in the firearm you have now. AR-15 rounds, whatever you, you have an AR-15, you have nine millimeter, you have uh, 357, 38, whatever you have, they have the round for you. The laser round fits in the firearm you have now. No manipulations necessary. It fits in there. It's inert. It only emits a laser. That laser will show up on a target they send you now. So now when you're dry firing, it's obviously a safe weapon because it's an, it's an inert round that only emits a laser. It'll send you a target. You'll see where the rounds would have landed on that target. You know what dry firing is when you dry and unload, you fire an unloaded weapon. You press the trigger to practice your trigger control, your sight alignment, your grip, your sight picture. That's good practice. But you have no idea where the rounds would have landed because there's no round. Now you'll know because this round they'll send you emits a laser onto the target. Your groups, I promise you, will go like this, to this, to this, to this, to this. You'll be shooting the wings off a firefly soon at the end of this thing. Go to itargetpro.com. That's itarget. This makes a great, great gift for the firearm owner in your life. Don't get the dad some cheesy tie. Go get him the itarget pro system. Go to itargetpro.com. Use promo code Dan and save 10% off. They won't put this thing down. I'm just warning you now. Once they pick it up, they won't put it down. itargetpro.com. Use promo code Dan and save 10% off. Best system on the planet for training with a firearm. itargetpro.com. Promo code Dan. Okay. All right. Getting back to some video from yesterday's hearing with Horowitz, which honestly, folks, was a big bore. If you read the report, there's nothing in there. The Democrats tried to run interference. 
Horowitz isn't really saying anything. He's like, well, I said, you know, I'm not going to pile on the guy again, but he just reminded me of Ferris Bueller. Bueller, Bueller. He's not saying anything. If you read the report, you know what's in it. Fine. The facts are devastating. Here's another piece of video, though, because, again, we're doing this for liberals who have a tough time digesting facts, who continue to insist to this day, as we showed on yesterday's show, uh, continue some of them. Some of them are starting to come around. I'll play this MSNBC clip in a little while. Uh, that the dossier was not the it, the, the substance of, of of the FISA document. Despite, in other words, the dossier wasn't used to spy. It was other stuff too, folks. That is, please stop humiliating yourself in public by saying is here is Horowitz again, an Obama appointed inspector general who is really no friend to us with his conclusions either because he doesn't really know the whole story. But here's Horowitz completely thoroughly eviscerating the stupid talking point that there was anything more to the dossier than the, the, excuse me, the FISA warrant to spy on Trump than the dossier, which is the bunk. Check this out. The Crossfire Hurricane team obtained information from Steele's primary subsource in January 2017 that raised significant questions about the reliability of the Steele reporting. This was particularly noteworthy because the FISA applications relied entirely on information from the from the steel, I'm sorry, from the primary subsources reporting to support the allegation that Page was coordinating with the Russian government on 2016 U.S. presidential election activities. However, the FBI did not share this information with department lawyers, and it was therefore omitted from the last two renewal applications. All of the applications also omitted information that the FBI had obtained in August 2017, sorry, August. You know, uh, how much longer are you going to continue to humiliate yourselves in public, left wingers, media types, legal analysts, security analysts, intelligence? How much, how, how much more can you take? How many people have to tell you that the dossiers, the, 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 pass the <laughs> dossier, that the dossier, has been debunked. We should call it the debossier. That's debunked dossier. Let's shorten it. So we, the debossier is a total hoax. It is a hoax, man. It's a hoax. Get over the dossier. It is the fetch of modern times. Gretchen, fetch is not going to happen. The dossier, liberals, is not going to happen. It's a debunked hoax. You got suckered because you're not smart. You're really stupid. And the FBI used it to spy on the Trump team. It was the entire, by the way, did you see him slip there? He didn't want the soundbite harvest because he's always trying to play it safe. Yeah. What he was going to say and what he wanted to say is the FISA warrant relied exclusively on the Steele dossier. He says the steel, uh, and then he goes on to talk about the Steele dossier, <laughs> but, but he doesn't want the soundbite. You get it? Yeah. Listen, if you've been in this business as long as I have and Joe, you know, what is the media business? Because Horowitz right now is in the media business. He's trying to save the reputation of the FBI. I don't know why. You learn that the media business is sound bites and snapshots. That's all it is. No one's going to play the entire Horowitz testimony on the evening news. They're going to play a two-second clip. Horowitz doesn't want to give the liberals who relied on the dossier and believed in it. He doesn't want to do any more damage to them by giving conservatives a soundbite. So he keeps dancing around. the Watch, I'll, I'll, I'll play another clip next. Lindsey Graham. Clearly nailing him on the spy question and watch him do another dance. But this is important. He's about to say that the FISA warrant relied exclusively on the Steele dossier. And he says the Steele, uh, 
You, you heard it, right? Right, yeah. And then he proceeds to describe at length the Steele dossier. So why not just say the FISA document relied entirely on the Steele dossier, Joe? Because he doesn't want that sound clip on the evening news. He wants a long extended clip that nobody can pay attention to and nobody understands. You get it? You picking yeah. up what I'm putting down? Yeah, baby. Horowitz is not, again, I'm not piling on a guy. He's playing politician. They say, Dan, it's time for him to do the right thing. None of these people do. I'm done with these guys. None of them do the right thing. You think I'm going to put my faith in this guy? We don't have any evidence of political bias. They were tweeting each other about smelly Walmart people. Did you miss that? What planet does this guy live on? There is no evidence of political bias. Yeah, you're right, dude. None. I don't know where you got that idea. I hope he loses $100 million a one. They're texting each other. By the way, my, like something like my seven-year-old would write in a text to her friend. I hope he loses $100 million a one. These are senior <laughs> FBI leaders, and this guy can't find, Joe, no evidence of political bias. If I may, first, I don't have the clip, and I, yeah. I don't want to put anybody on a spot here. I didn't send it to Joe, but Andy McCarthy, great legal analyst on Fox. Believe me, he's as sober as they get on this. He does not jump on anything. He's very sober in his analysis. McCarthy was on Fox yesterday at about, I'm not, I don't know, about, 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock. And McCarthy, at one point, they ask him about Horowitz's testimony where he can't find political bias. And McCarthy says, Joe, at one point, he goes, he goes, I feel like I'm living in an alternate universe. Hmm. And he gave a great analogy. He said, it's like when you see these Islamic-inspired terror attacks and everybody's hunting for a reason. Guy runs in, he yells, Allah Akbar, you know, kill the mm -hmm. infidel. And everybody's like, what happened? I don't know, man. It was workplace violence. You, yeah, yeah. Everybody knows. You've seen this, right? I don't know what happened. What was it? What was the motive? The guy writes in a manifesto like, I'm killing you because you're the infidel. What's the motive? I have no idea. We can't say that. There'll be an outbreak of Islamophobia. Why would there be an outbreak? Nobody's saying, nobody's suggesting any of that. We're suggesting this guy's motive is clear. He wrote it and everybody's doing the dance. We don't know. We don't know. This is, Mc, Mc, um, I'm obviously adding a lot to McCarthy's yeah. commentary, yeah. but he made this Islamic terror reference and he goes, it's the same thing here. Like, what's the motive for all of their bad decisions? Gee, I don't know that we all sm are smelly Walmart people, their own words. Like, did you miss that? Did they have to, did, Michael Horowitz, uh, if you're watching, did we have to write in one of their texts, Peter Stroke to his girlfriend, Lisa Page, Lisa, here's my motive. We hate Trump. We got it. We got it, folks. He put it in the text. Here's the motive. You see the dance this guy's doing? So it gets worse. I mean, he still debunks the leftist talking point that the dossier wasn't the central component of the FISA warrant. It was. He just nails him. But he doesn't want to give him a talking point. He does it again. Here's Lindsey Graham. I didn't think they did that great of a job yesterday. I mean, I'm just being honest. But this is a pretty decent line of questioning. He tries to pin this guy down, Horowitz, on, hey, were they spied on or not? Your report clearly indicates it was spying. Why are you calling it anything else? We don't use the English language the way you're using it. Watch this guy, Horowitz, do a dance again because he doesn't want to give the media a bad soundbite to hurt the left. Watch this. The question on illegal surveillance. Check this out. So let's let's play this out. They never told Trump about the concerns. Is it fair to say there came a point to where surveilling Carter Page became unlawful? Um, 
I will let the court decide that. The court has this report and will make that decision. Let's put it this way. If you don't have a legal foundation to surveil somebody and you keep doing it, is that bad? Absolutely. Is that spying? Um, it's it's not it's illegal surveillance. It's not court authorized. Whatever surveillance illegal surveillance means, they did it. So all this stuff that they didn't illegally surveil Trump's campaign, they did because they had no legal basis after the January 2017 uh, data dump by the the Russian guy to believe that the dossier was reliable. They alter exculpatory information. In June of 2017, that would have further proven that Carter Page is not a Russian agent. He was actually working with the CIA. Let me ask you very directly. Do you believe Carter Page is or ever was an agent of the Russian government trying to do harm to his country? Um, I'm going to refer to the evidence we found here, which is that at the I'm end of re- this, thank you. they, the FBI, in, at the end of these FISAs, told us that they had found... <sighs> It's not spying, Joe. It's not spying. Yeah. Pipe down, Armacost. It's not spying. Yeah. It's illegal surveillance, man. Get your act together, dude. I'm, I'm sorry. Spying. All right. Come on, man. Get your dunce cap out. Spying? It's not spying, you idiot. It's illegal surveillance. Come but, on. But, but, I'm joking. We love Joe. Obviously. I, I know. What the hell was that? No, no. It's not. It's illegal surveillance. We have, spying. <laughs> my gosh someone get this guy dictionary.com do you have an iphone just pull it up dictionary.com it's free free promotion spying so you're telling me they were surveilling someone without the appropriate legal authority to do so can we call that spying no no we can call it illegal surveillance i, I well it was illegal <laughs> Well, golly! Yeah. Golly, on the legal. Oh, man. Unbelievable, dude. Unbelievable. And like the dude. left. Now, having, I'm going to leave you in it because you may, I know, yeah. listen, I am with you. I love the audience feedback. I am getting a ton of these. I, listen to me. This is from the heart. I can't bend my elbows that much. I can't barely reach my heart anymore. <laughs> I'm serious. I, even when I say the Pledge of Allegiance, I'm like, I'm not actually touching my chest anymore. I can't. My elbows don't bend that far. I mean this from the bottom of my heart. The emails you've been sending me, I agree. And here's what I've received probably a couple hundred on. I am, let me read the email. Dan, I'm furious. This is BS. There's never going to be accountability. These people are all dirty. I don't trust Horowitz. I don't trust anyone. Bingo. You are 100% correct, brother and sister. I am with you 1,000%. I make no apologies for these damn fools, and that's why I never get excited about anything anymore. I will give you the facts. All I'm here to tell you is I'm a fighter. I hope you are too, and none of this is an excuse to give up. It's an excuse to get more pissed off, to go out and vote, and hopefully change things and get these people, get more pressure. I don't know what, I don't have an easy answer for you. The only answer I have for you is the fight matters. It has to matter. Because if it doesn't matter, what's your option? To give up? Because, ladies and gentlemen, I've got news for you. The left doesn't do that. The left took an electoral beating in 2016 and could have sat back and said, man, it's over. We just lost to this guy? That's their take. I love the guy. I'm just saying that's their take. They did On day one, they were talking about impeachment. So 
for us, I get the frustration. You are right, 100%. But we can't give up. There is no giving up. This is not a golf game. I can't use this analogy enough. You can give up in a golf game. The guy playing behind you doesn't care. The golf course owner gets his golf fee. Yeah. And you go home. Nobody cares if you give up in a golf match. Matter of fact, the people playing with you, they get to play through quicker. Folks, we're in a boxing match. And the other guy, when you give up, is still kicking your ass. I give up. I give up. I go. It's not going to happen. We have to soldier on. Keep exposing the truth, hoping, hoping that Durham and Barr, that somebody will be with us on the right side of this argument eventually, because the fight matters. I mean that. I wouldn't be here if it didn't matter. I left my job to do this, man, and fight this. I ran for office. I put my name on a ballot three times. Not like I'm speaking with forked tongue here. I knocked on 7,000 doors myself trying to change the future of the country. You know what? It didn't work out. I, after my third, listen to me, I lost three times. That's hard to do. We almost won. Almost doesn't matter. I could have said, hey, I'm done. Politics not for me. Maybe running wasn't, but I found a new fight the next day. This one. Well, we'll change it now. Now we'll change the culture and we'll get the facts out there. You can do that too. I know you're disappointed. Horowitz was a huge letdown. His conclusions are embarrassing. I'm telling you why. I'm telling you that there is still hope. I think Barr knows what I'm telling you. That insurance policy was obviously this tip from Australia that it appears highly likely they had on May 11th and told Horowitz they didn't have till July 26th. This tip about the Russian government wants to help us from Papadopoulos that they magically determined meant Carter Page and not Papadopoulos. Yeah, Page, because he deals with Russians. Yeah, that's because we asked him to change the email, say he didn't deal with the Russians. You understand how devastating this is? Why I believe there's still a little bit of hope. I want to leave you with some good news. We got some more. Don't worry. I got some really good stuff coming. Why I believe there's some good news. Folks, even the most recalcitrant, hard-headed, sclerotic, concrete-skulled media types are starting to come around that they can only defend this thing for, for, that, for a little bit longer. They, they, there's no facts on their side. The dossier was a hoax. The investigation was a hoax. They lied, the FBI, manipulated evidence, lied to the court, lied to the people. Here's a clip of, shockingly, hell has officially frozen over. Andrea Mitchell from MSNBC. You know what? I don't even need to explain. I just want you to listen to far-left radical Andrea Mitchell describing what Harwood said, even though Harwood's tried to dance his way out of this. Check this out. There were very clear mistakes made by the FBI in the first approval and subsequent reapprovals, submissions for authorization by the FISA court, that special security judge who approves surveillance. And a particular point was something that is pretty egregious, which is the altering of a document to not inform the court and, and to not inform others that Carter Page who was a former uh, associate, Trump campaign associate of the president's, was actually also at times a confidential source of the CIA. And to not share that information is pretty, which would have been very, you know, obviously exculpatory, which might have led the judge to not approve the surveillance warrant on him. So that is a key thing. Folks, listen to me. That's important. 
This woman's not on our side. She never has been. She never will be. She's a devout leftist. Even she's starting to understand this can't go on forever. You can't continue to tell sane, sentient beings that the sky is green when the sky is, in fact, blue. It can't go on forever. The media is starting to figure this out. They are not our friends. They will never, ever be our friends. I'm simply suggesting to you as the election comes around in 2020 and Durham and Barr release the real facts in this case around the spring of 2020 in the heart of the primary caucus season for the Democrats, the information that comes out from this point on is only going to be more damaging than what you've seen now. In other words, what Andrea Mitchell and leftists are starting to figure out, folks, is this is the best it's ever going to get for you. I'm not one of these, oh, look, explosive part, you know. I know how bad this is. If you've listened to the three days of shows we just put on, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, today, you know how bad this is too. This is all going to come out in the wash in the next few months. This is not going to get any better. The insurance policy was a tip they had had since May that they had a tough time nailing Carter Page on because it was a conversation with Papadopoulos. They magically figured out a way to alter an email to make it seem like the Papadopoulos conversation about us getting Russian information meant Carter Page because he was an us who might have known George Papadopoulos while they were spying on him using Stefan Halper, an intelligence outlet, the both of them. This is not going to get any better for them. And the left knows it. All right, I've got some more stuff, including why FBI Director Christopher Ray is most definitely not the solution. I'm sorry to any of this. This guy, I have zero faith in him at all. All right, finally, today's show brought to you by our buddies at ETS, Elite Tactical Systems. Ladies and gentlemen, look at that. They make the best transparent magazines on the market. Folks, these are the finest magazines out there. I have a great gift idea for the firearm owner in your life. When it comes to training or personal defense, magazines, you all know, are just as important as the firearm and the ammunition you carry. You know how difficult it is to find durable, reliable, and most important, lightweight magazines. No one wants to carry around really heavy magazines. You get worn out over time. So I want to tell you about my friends over at ETS. For the past five years, ETS has manufactured the toughest polymer magazines that are impact resistant and won't crack or break when exposed to harsh environments, chemicals, or extreme cold. Plus, they're transparent. Look at that. You can see right through them. I see you. I could probably read right through this thing, which means you can see how many rounds you have loaded. ETS magazines come with a lifetime warranty. They're available right now for Glock pistols, uh, Smith & Wesson, M&P, M&P Shield, the Sig P320, uh, H&K VP9, MP5, as well as the AR-15. Here are the AR-15 magazines right here. Folks, you, look how these things, they're so easy. Snap together just like that. They connect to each other. Really simple. You need durability. You need reliability. Convenience to carry. Check out ETSmags.com. 
That's ETSMAGS.com. And while you're at it, don't forget to check out ETS's lineup of speed loaders. They're the fastest in the world. Look how quick they come on. They connect together. These things are great. That's ETSMAGS.com. Promo code Dan for 15% off your entire order. These really are fine magazines, the best in the business. Check them out. ETSMAGS.com. Promo code Dan for 15% off your entire order. Okay. Folks, um, unfortunately little bit of bad news again. I got bad news, good news today, as always. But that's what you do when you put out facts. You don't do the liberal stuff. It's all good news for liberals. Everything's peachy cream the entire time. Donald Trump's a Russian asset. He's a Ukrainian asset. Blah, blah, blah. Christopher Ray, the FBI director, uh, is, is not going to solve our problems. He incredibly gave an interview the other day. And when asked a couple of questions, he seemed to gloss over a lot of the FBI issues in the Spygate case. But one of the things he said was it was just an embarrassment. The Washington Examiner, I'll have this up in the show notes today, covered it. Uh, Ray, when asked about the Ukrainian interference in the 2016 election, which is a known fact, I'm not even going to argue it anymore. We know Nellie Orr is on the record talking about dealing with Ukrainians for information while she worked at Fusion GPS. We already know the extensive Politico and John Solomon reporting about the Ukrainian interference via the embassy in Alexandra Chalupa. Uh, so when Christopher Ray was asked about that, uh, he, he says, well, we have no information on that. Well, Christopher Ray apparently doesn't read the paper. So uh, but the left jumped on that, of course. Here's a piece by Eddie Scary at The Washington Examiner. Christopher Ray did not debunk Ukraine's 2016 meddling. He simply said the FBI has no information, folks. Again, you can never trust anything the left says. I heard Richard Goodstein on Fox say this. Christopher Ray debunked Ukrainian men. Folks, you can't debunk. That's like saying two plus two equals four. It's debunked. Christopher Ray said it. We already know it happened. There's literally a Ukrainian court case on the record about Ukrainian interference in the election with right. Alexandra Chalupa, the Democrats, Nellie Orr. That's not up for debate. The fact that Christopher Ray doesn't read the papers is Christopher Ray's problem, not mine. I'm simply suggesting to you that putting any faith in this FBI director to clean this up is a total disaster. This guy has been a train wreck from day one. You have no information on the on the interface. Do you even watch the news? Where have you been for the last six months? So I'm pretty much done with him. I think we can write him off. All right. I got a lot to get. There's been so much this week. A couple more stories I want to get to. Something else that came out yesterday is kind of jumping back to the hearing with Horowitz, but on a larger point as well. I heard this a couple of times yesterday amongst the talking head chattering class, too, on social media and elsewhere. It came up in the Horowitz hearing, too, yesterday, where they said, well, listen. This clearly wasn't an effort to politically damage Trump, the spying operation, Joe, into the Trump alleged Russian collusion because they leaked the story about Hillary Clinton's email, the FBI, to the media. That's what they're saying, nice. the leftists. But they never leaked the existence of the alleged Trump collusion. You, you picking up what I'm putting down, folks? Left this talking point, which we've debunked on this show a thousand times. I'm bringing it up again, not a thousand, but close to maybe 996, because the leftists keep bringing it up is there was no political bias in investigating Trump because if they wanted to hurt him, they would have leaked it before the election to do maximum damage. And that didn't happen. OK, again, 997. Can we please put up the New Yorker article about the leak from the FBI because they were doing the investigation right before the election, about the Trump alleged collusion case. Here we go, yet again. November 1st, 2016. That is before the election. Right before. Yep. New Yorker, final October surprises 
reveal FBI is probing Trump's alleged Russia ties by Margaret Hartman. Folks, I don't know how many times I have to put this article up. This is like Christopher Ray saying, I have no information on Ukrainian interference. Listen, dude, I'm sorry you don't read the papers, okay? To the leftists out there who keep saying the investigation was not leaked. Again, I apologize that you don't know what you're talking about or that you're lying but I did not invent that article and retroactively do a Michael J. Fox back to the future thing that exists and is still on the Internet for you all to see. It was leaked not only before the election, right before the election, during early voting to do maximum damage to Trump. It doesn't matter. I know you're just going to continue to lie like they did in the hearing yesterday. It wasn't leaked. OK, Okay, whatever. I'm I'm sorry you're an idiot. I I I don't know what to maybe do basic homework first, write a book or something, read a book, read a newspaper, read a cartoon, peanuts, anything. All right, some good news I want to leave you off on for this Thursday. And by the way, we're recording super early today because of a travel thing. I got a lot to do. We have so much going on, a lot of exciting news in the future. Ooh. So I just want you to be aware yeah, of that. Man. This is some good news. Very good news. Put up that Washington Times piece if you don't mind. Folks, this impeachment thing has been a total fiasco for the Democrats. This will be in the show notes. Alex, uh, Alex Swayer, Washington Times. Impeachment boosts Trump in battleground states ahead of Democrats. New poll. Folks, this was a total apocalyptic disaster. There's this weekly poll that comes out. Donald Trump got a four-point boost in three critical states. I touched on this a little bit the other day. Mm-hmm. Michigan, Wisconsin, and Pennsylvania, he's now annihilating his Democratic competition. Folks, I'm telling you now, hold the cotton candy and the fireworks because it's still early. There's a long time till the November election. I'm just telling you at this data point in time, As of now, we can pretty conclusively state the Democrats impeachment is blowing up in spectacular fashion in their own in their own faces. If Donald Trump wins by two or three points in in, uh, Michigan, Wisconsin and Pennsylvania, ladies and gentlemen, I assure you with absolute certainty, if that happens, there is no path, none for the Democrats to win the presidential election in 2020. None. There is no combination of electoral votes they will get. If Donald Trump seals the deal, President Trump, on those three states, there is no path. None. Keep it up, Dems. You are sowing the seeds to a dramatic electoral college route in 2020. All right, folks, thanks again for tuning in. Uh, My sincere apologies if the beginning was complicated. But again, I really need you to understand what happened yesterday and today on the shows. What the insurance policy was, it's clearly that FFG friendly foreign government tip about the Papadopoulos meeting. They were holding that. And on today's show, I think we sealed the deal for you pretty conclusively that they'd been holding it since at least May 11th. And Horowitz doesn't know about it because he doesn't have the emails. May 11th, they're texting each other about it. Two absolute critical takeaways. I don't see anybody else talking about Hat tip 279. Great leads as always. Well done. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel. We're trying to get the 400,000 subscribers. YouTube.com slash Bongino. We would really appreciate that. Also subscribe to our audio podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you get it. It's always free. And we really, really appreciate your subscriptions. It matters a lot. Thank you so much. I will see you all tomorrow. You just heard the Dan Bongino Show. 
You can also get Dan's podcasts on iTunes or SoundCloud. And follow Dan on Twitter 24-7 at DBongino.